Then, after the Second World War, uh, you sent us the Caterpillar. Welcome to Italy Inside Out. I'm your host, Andrea Aldrich. Postcard views of gently rolling hills, curving driveways bordered by stately cypress trees, rows and rows of grapevines following the curve of the terrain, and acres of olive trees. They are the images that come to mind when most people think of Tuscany. These iconic scenes are located in the area of Tuscany known as the Val d'Orcia, or the Valley of the Orcia River. In the 13th century, this land was barren plains and mostly salt and clay soil. Beginning in the 14th century to the 20th century, many innovations in farming techniques and management and evolving thinking and landscape development have transformed this area into the beautiful place that has been inspiring artists and travelers since the Renaissance. It is now designated as a UNESCO World Heritage Site that is comprised of 600 square kilometers south of Siena. My guest today, Giuseppe Muzzarelli, is joining me from his home in the village of Contignano in the Val d'Orcia, where he, his wife Paola, and son Alfonso own a farm and the agriturismo of La Montala. Giuseppe's family has lived and farmed in this land for over 150 years and can trace its significance in the pilgrim's route known as the Francigena, from Canterbury, England, to Rome, in the Holy Land during the Middle Ages. Over the many years that I have visited La Montala with friends and with my groups, Giuseppe and I have become good friends, and I'm so pleased to have the opportunity to talk with him for this episode. He has a degree in agricultural science from the University of Florence, and was a witty and charming host of the Agriturismo. Hi, Giuseppe. How are you? Hi. Hi, Andy. Hi, everybody. I'm so happy that, you, that I get to see you because I haven't seen you for about a year now, and it probably will be another year before I, I get to your part of the world. Um, would you tell us a little bit about your background, I know that your family has been in Contignano for centuries, but um, yeah. tell us a little bit about your farming and uh, La Montala. Okay. Okay. Uh, my, my family is the owner of, La, of the farm and the, the village of Contignano since 1872. Is a uh, one hundred and fifty-two years, and uh, um, about what about La Montalla? Um, you know, the farm is a farm of one hundred twelve hectares. That means maybe four hundred acres, more or less, and uh, we are farming uh, uh, grass for cattle of the neighbor because we have many neighboring and sheep and uh, olive tree and uh, so uh, we and uh, cereals especially we grow farro that uh, an ancient uh, roman wheat and uh, actually we is the, the 
farm uh, is organic and um, so we use uh, a small part of the farro to make pasta. We make pasta actually. And uh, tagliatelle, uh, penne, tortiglioni, some kinds of, uh, of, of pasta. And uh, many years ago, I mean uh, 30 years ago more or less, we have the, an, an idea, me and one, my wife, Paola, to make the uh, agriturismo and uh, to rebuild uh, some uh, uh, farmhouses of the farm that uh, we don't use for the farm. Do you want to know about the agriturismo? Yeah, what, what exactly is an agriturismo? Okay, agriturismo is an Italian word and means the, the farm hospitality. But uh, is, uh, there is a, a rule to have the farm hospitality. Agriturismo must have an, a farm and uh, a farm is working. So uh, the, mostly of the work must be from the farm and not from, and not from the hospitality. Is there a percentage, okay. a certain percentage that uh, of, of the farm that has to be uh, in production or is, how is that judged? Yes, yes, we have, uh, uh, you know, the farm must be active. So we have uh, hours for uh, grow the uh, farro or olive trees of uh, um, alfa alfa, for example, for the ghetto. And uh, we have the compare the hours from the grow cultivation, the growth of the farm, and the hours we spend for the agriturismo. And uh, mostly of the hours must be in the for the uh, farm and not for the agriturismo. And this is a, a law, Italian law, and the region by region has. Uh, it's our oh, okay. And then, and you're a man of leisure now because your son Alfonso is running La Montala. Is that correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, uh, now I am retired. You're retired. So, but you're running the farm, aren't you? You're, in, aren't you running the farm, Giuseppe? <laughs> yes, yes, I'm. Um, uh, you know, I, I actually am the helper of the of the farm. My status is a helper of the farm, of my son, okay, so I can uh, work. I retired, but I'm still working in the farm. <laughs> but the manager, the management is my Does son. he pay you well? Uh, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Maybe you better negotiate that, huh? Um, and so the animals that you have on the farm are sheep. Do you have other animals that you raise? No, uh, no, I have the neighbor, my neighbor, neighbor okay. they have sheep, so I sell them the grass. I see, okay. And, and so they can okay. uh, pasture the animals on your... Yeah, uh, okay. sure, yeah. And then when you make the pasta from your grain, um, yeah. where is that made? Who actually makes the, the pasta itself? 
Uh, okay, I when I harvest the uh, when uh, the the farrow, we we leave some four hundred to five hundred kilos of farrow and bring to the um, to the factory to uh, work the farrow and made pasta. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so and they made for us. Uh, some kinds of pasta. I know you have your own label and your own packaging. It's yes, yes, true. Pretty La neat. Yeah. And you know the label came from Vashon Island. It did? Who, who yeah, designed sure. it? Uh, 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 do you know Catherine Webster? Yes. Is is a, a photographer. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. He made a picture of La Montana. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I, I like the labels. I've seen them. It's it's hard to it's hard yes, to bring your pasta so, home in my suitcase though, because it would be just crumbs when it got home. So I just have to jo- enjoy it when I'm there. Um, so you've had La Montala has been a, been actually an agriturismo for about thirty years. You said. Um, no, the, the, oh, idea, the idea born okay. thirty years, but uh, uh, nine uh, we remake. La Montalla, rebuilt La Montalla in uh, 90 and 95, start to work in 1996. Uh, so it's 24, 24 years. Then 2000, Sant'Antonio, and 2008, Poggio yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. I can't wait. And then you got a new swimming pool at San Antonio a couple of years ago, and that's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, the views there are wonderful. And so can you tell, tell us a little bit about the Val d'Orcia, a little bit of its history and what makes it special? Ah, okay. Ah, Val d'Orcia is so special because uh, it's an old area, ancient area. Uh, formerly, two millions of years ago, it was a sea, the ocean. And uh, is it the... Uh, the bottom of uh, the ocean, so you can see the clay hills, okay? And, and those uh, are the Kalanki, right? No, uh, Kalanki, yes, <laughs> it's the worst. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, the, the many, many years ago, in uh, 18th century, we had many Kalanki. And uh, for this way, uh, in Valdurcia, uh, there is more... Uh, few people, few farmers, because uh, the big farms of uh, 2,000, 3,000 of hectares, uh, because uh, the, the land, uh, this, the surface, uh, the soils was very, very poor. And, uh, but this way was very famous uh, in the uh, past because uh, we had the French way, the old way of the pilgrimage, that went from uh, uh, North Europe to go to Rome and Jerusalem for the Holy Pilgrimage. You know the French Higiene. Yes, yes, French Higiene. We had the Holy Christian uh, Pilgrimage. One is uh, Santiago de Compostela, the other one is Rome, and the other is Jerusalem, of course. So, and uh, uh, the Valdurcia is uh, on the uh, way to go to Rome and, of course, to go to Jerusalem, you know, because the pilgrimage, uh, the pilgrims 
came from North Europe, stopped in Rome, then they went to um, uh, the Brindisi, Bari, Puglia, okay? Puglia mm -hmm. coast and bought to go to mm -hmm. Jerusalem. So we have lots of uh, pilgrims and uh, we, uh, the, in Valdurcia, the farm used to sell the, uh, they sold the wine, you know, wine, milk, uh, uh, wool and uh, ham to the, to the pilgrim. We had uh, lots of uh, place where the pilgrims could stay and sleep and eat. Contignano was uh, one of these places because we had the old, we have the old hospital of the pilgrimage, the pilgrimage. Then uh, uh, after this, the, uh, not you, before, before the, you know, the family Origo bought the, um, the, the La, La Fosche farm and uh, the husband uh, uh, had the idea to clear La Valdurcia, to make the, clear, the clearing of La Valdurcia after the Second World War. And the clearing started, to, and they started to build um, farmhouses, new farmhouses, uh, hospital, uh, schools for the, uh, the sons of the farmers. That we had married uh, before we had the share crops, the share cropping, you know. So we had many, many children and children and farmers in Valdorcia. And they had this, uh, this idea. Then, after the Second World War, uh, you sent us the caterpillar. <laughs> so <laughs> the tractors, you know. So we started to level and clear La Valdorcia. And uh, now you can see no more Kalanki, but uh, uh, nice hills. There's a few Kalanki left, aren't there? <laughs> no, no more. No more? No oh, more Kalanki. Okay. Um, and then, so you, on your farm, you grow olive trees, and so you produce yeah. olive oil. And yeah. what do you, so you harvest the olives, and then what happens to them? Okay, uh, we actually we have more than 1,000 of olives because we planted uh, uh, this uh, March, uh, past March, uh, other 300, uh, um, more, more or less, 400 uh, olive trees. Mm. So we have uh, 1,000 more or less. Nice. And uh, yes, yes, and uh, around La Montalla and uh, um, so we used to harvest uh, beginning of uh, end of October, beginning of November. Okay, when the olives is ready, it's turning from green to black, and we pick to the to the farm to, to squeeze, and they produce oil olive oil for us. Of course. Uh, uh, also, the olive uh, olives are organic, so our olive oil is organic. And and that the this uh, place that you take the olives to, where they squeeze the, 
the juice out. That's called the frantoia. Is that correct? Frantoia, yes. Frantoia is the factor. Mm -hmm. Yes. is the factor. And now we have uh, a big frantoia uh, because formerly we had our uh, our frantoia, but during the Second World War, my grandfather sold it. So we use uh, a common frantoia and uh, we uh, pick the olives and then we stay uh, in the, during uh, the time where they uh, squeeze the olives because uh, we want to be sure that uh, the, our oil coming from our olives. And then you get the first tasting of your olive oil too, don't you, when you're waiting for the Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And analysis uh, for the fats, you know, for the content of fats, you know. And where do you sell your olive oil? Or do you keep it just for yourself? Uh, uh, we sell, we partially, we sell to the Frantoio. So we pay the, um, the Frantoio bill. And uh, most of the olive oil uh, we sell to in the agriturism, mm. in the, the three houses mm. uh, we have, and we sell the olive oil. Do you um, have any deal with the shepherds to get any of their sheep milk or yogurt or cheese? The pe no pecorino uh, cheese? You know, um, uh, our neighbor, they are a member of a co-op in Contignano, so they make, they send the milk to the co-op to make pecorino. Mm. So the, our pecorino is very, very good, really, in Contignano. It's famous for three, four hundred years. Wow. And, uh, you know, when it uh, was very famous uh, during the, uh, the, the, because we sold to the pilgrimage, to the pilgrims, mm. And uh, was very very famous. Pecorino di Pienza. In, uh, you know, in Pienza there is not sheep. Uh, we have no sheep, but uh, we make pecorino di Pienza in Contignano. So why do you call it pecorino di Pienza, not pecorino di Contignano? It's pecorino di Contignano. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Half, fifty percent from Contignano, fifty percent from Monte from. Uh, Valdichiana area, mm, okay. Montepulciano. Okay. Now, I have one question. I mean, the, the Val d'Orcia, the area of the Val d'Orcia, or the valley of the Orcia River, extends from Siena to Mount Amiata. Is that right, basically? Um, Val d'Orcia area is, uh, uh, um, is the area of the five towns. Um, Radicofani, Pienza, Castiglione d'Orcia, San Quirico, and Montalcino. So it's the South Siena district. Mm -hmm. Near Siena, there is uh, um, uh, Crete Senesi. It's another mm -hmm. area. Okay. It's not Val d'Orcia. Okay. And that has a different terrain and a different uh, yeah. subsoil and a whole different yeah. bunch of problems, right? Um, okay, tell us something about the food of Contignano and the Val d'Orcia. I've had some excellent ravioli, and I happen to know the premier cook of the ravioli during the festival of ravioli in Contignano. But what other kinds of food are there? And what other festivals are in your area? 
this year now festival ravioli because oh, of COVID yeah. 19, you know. But um, okay, the food is very simple because uh, the area was very, very poor. So uh, ravioli is an, in a, an idea because we had the co-op to make ricotta. So the, the members uh, who make uh, the co-op uh, in the 16 years, 60 years, uh, for, uh, for uh, 40 years ago, they have an idea to promote the ricotta and the, the co-op and they made the, the uh, first festival ravioli. But uh, ravioli is not the, same, the only specialties we specialty we have. Uh, the specialty is, uh, other specialty are pisci, gnocchi, and tagliatelle, and pamperdelle. This is the, these are the specialty of the area, fresh pasta, okay? And the, uh, as meat, uh, chickens, uh, pork, and uh, hunting. And shingiale. Uh, yes. <laughs> Boars, yes, and lamb, because we have shepherds. Do you have a food that is your favorite of all those you just talked about? Ah, uh, out of the, my favorite because uh, good. Um, maybe pisci, mm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, pisci. And uh, ravioli is good, but uh, four or five, but not more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're filling. Not it. eight. Not eight or ten, yeah. uh, like during the festival. <laughs> Let's see. Now, when I was there one time, you were in the middle of um, a program with agricultural students from the University of Pisa. You and a few of the um, professors had decided that they need more hands-on, hands-on experience. And so they were for, there for, I don't know, a week. You had about 15 students. You need, are you still doing that? Is that still happening? Uh, yes, it started this, uh, this uh, uh, idea started in uh, 2010. Uh, now this is this uh, uh, year is the first year we had no uh, student because uh, COVID, of course. And um, yes, we had uh, uh, we have a week with the 10, 15, maximum 15 students, and uh, uh, they are already graduated in uh, in uh, agraria agricultural science, but they must um, have the final examination, uh, examination for the professional, um, for the, like a, like a consulting, you know, you to, to make the consulting. And um, so they may have to make this examination. That is not easy. Because you know, uh, it's very uh, important to know really the agriculture science, and not just in the books. <laughs> so we have, we uh, bring 
the students to the factory, to the, to the co-op, to the farm, and uh, we uh, will show them um, the process, you know, uh, you know the sellers, uh, the milk, uh, so wine, uh, milk, uh, uh, cheese, uh, and uh, this is in the morning uh, and is in, in the afternoon we have a briefing uh, to start again uh, to uh, how is uh, the process is working. That is not in the in the you know in the school is not uh, so easy to do. Mm. I was. I don't know if. Uh, I understand. I explain. My yes, yes. I, I was just so impressed. Uh, we just happened to be there at the time that the students were there, and we got to go on some of their um, in-field trips. Uh, we went to cellar yes, uh, yes. vineyards and uh, yes. went Do to a pecorino. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, Pris, you. Uh, I remember you came. Yeah. Uh, to the to the cellars. Yes. Yes. And. Let's see, we went to a dairy farm, and we went to the Fontayo, and um, I think that's all we got to be involved in. And then we had a great big pizza party on Friday night, <laughs> and then the, student, <laughs> then the students went back to work till yeah. like midnight or one o'clock. I was yeah, amazed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was amazed. And the, and the um, teachers were with them at that late, weren't they? Or did they go to bed yeah. earlier? <laughs> the chi- the teacher is very is very serious so is uh, wants to to work until yes yes so how many for me it's very heavy but anyway yeah, they seems like they're they're getting good experience uh, yeah how so how many years have you been involved in that now how many years have you been have doing you been? How many years yeah. have you had this program going where they come and stay at La Montal or ah, San Antonio? Uh, starting from uh, 2010. Okay. So it's uh, 10 years. Ah, nice. Now, talking yeah. about school, I know that your wife, Paola, is a um, teacher of biology yeah. in Montepulciano. Yeah. Now, has she? did she have to teach from home or online in the spring because of COVID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A very hard experience for the for her because uh, you know the um, this generation uh, is not uh, very able to work uh, with computer <laughs> not so tech savvy huh yeah yeah but um, you know it's a uh, it's, it's been a very bad experience for many italian people uh, especially from people who was born in uh, 50, 6, uh, 60 years uh, because uh, too old for computer. <laughs> anyway, Paola will be retired. Oh, really? In, uh, yes, for September 1st. So, so she doesn't have to work online? No. This, oh, good for no, her. No, no, no more, no more. Oh, good. <laughs> She's very happy. <laughs> so what are you guys going to do now with all your free time? <laughs> I hope to travel, especially winter, because uh, during the summer we have to help uh, Alfonso in the agriculture and the farm. I'm very happy to work again. Uh, so in the morning, and uh, actually in the morning, I go to the in the tractor for a couple hours, 
and uh, I'm very happy. <laughs> so, Giuseppe, how many people work your farm at this time? How many? No, this time uh, I, uh, we are just me, Alfonso, and uh, in the agriturismo, uh, Donatella mostly, you know, a lady, mm -hmm. Donatella. Sometimes uh, the other two ladies, uh, when we have... Uh, Daniele and... Mm -hmm. Daniela and Femi, for change of ways. But, you know, we decided to open just the apartment, Sant'Antonio and uh, Poggio Muzzarelli. Montalla is closed. Really? Because, uh, yes, too hard for the... Uh, because uh, just one entrance, rooms, B&B, uh. so too complicated and then the apartments in san antonio have their own entrance so that works yes, better there. Yes. every apartment is an entrance uh, okay. so it's more easy yes i to manage it. i know that I, I i don't know if you got a chance to hear the episode i did with um francesca Rasponti, uh, mm -hmm. and she talked about how proud that she is and most italians are of their country and how they you know, really got on top of this COVID situation, unlike the country I live in, where yeah. the leadership is very poor. But that's yeah. another subject. Do you have any funny stories? Um, no, I have not many stories, but, but I can tell you that mostly of my, um, my guests, as you, uh, are friends now. No, no guests, but friends. So I have, uh, have been uh, in South Africa, in the US, uh, a guest of my guest. It's a very, uh, this is very, very, very nice. Our friendship is uh, now is very, very important for us. And um, yes, it's, it's, uh, it's very nice, really. I, I I think so too. I I almost well. I consider that like my second home. I hope I can get back there soon. Um, and I know that when I'm there, I there's often someone who I meet who has been coming to La Montala for many many years. You know, they're very elderly now, but they still yeah. keep coming. So it's a it's a good tribute to you and how you take care of your guests, and it's a wonderful place to yeah. stay. Um, if anyone wants information about La Montala, uh, San Antonio, Giuseppe's Agriturismo, I'll put it in the show notes so you can uh, look at them online and get in touch with them. Although La Montala at this very point is not open, he still does have lodgings available. And I want to thank you, Giuseppe, so much uh, for agreeing very, to be on my show you're today. You're very welcome. I'm very happy to see you and uh, all my friends. I hope... My friend, you know, I have a special place in my heart for Vashon Island and Seattle. And, uh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, arrivederci, Giuseppe. Ciao. Have a nice day. Well, that's it for this episode of Italy Inside Out. This podcast is sponsored by Travel in Italia, leading small group tours on the mainland and islands of Italy. You can find more information at www.travelinitalia.com. If you enjoyed listening, 
please subscribe to this podcast. And until next time, arrivederci.